What's up, guys? Real quick here. This interview you're about to listen to with psychologist Tony Rebic, um, this, this has to be, I think I said this before in, her, in our other interview, but as of right now, this has to be easily the most impactful episode that I am honored to be a part of. And um, obviously, you know, with the title of the episode, it's all about body positivity and the movement of this whole body positivity movement, right? And anyways, I don't want to go into full detail about what exactly she said, but I felt the need to really make an introduction because it doesn't do it justice. Like it, the stuff that she says in this episode, I think, no, I think, I know everybody needs to hear this. Okay. Um, besides that, Besides the whole topic of body positivity, we also go over the way both sexes have been conditioned growing up. Uh, is the body positivity movement targeted more towards women than men? And how is it affecting both sexes? Tony also tells us the key to a healthy, long-lasting relationship. And believe me, coming from a psychologist with over 25 years of experience under her belt like Tony... Trust me when I say this, you're going to want to hear this, really. Um, it's not as surprising as you may think. And Tony also blows me away with her traveling tricks by packing all that she needs in nothing more but a carry-on, despite how she travels overseas. And also, there's much, much, much more, but I won't take much of your time. So without further ado, here's the most impactful interview I've ever had a pleasure to host alignment psychologist Tony Rebic. Enjoy guys. So you can hear me with the mic just to be sure, correct? Yes. Okay, I hear cool. you very well. yeah. Just so everyone knows, uh, Tony was the one who convinced me to uh, get this <laughs> Yeti microphone. So if my voice sounds like it an sounds angel, really good. my voice sounds like an angel, which Tony actually agrees uh it's because of this microphone um so yeah tony i want to get you on here because this is uh this whole body acceptance thing now um really transparent right now i'm quite nervous to, oh sorry sorry yeah, okay. before actually before can you hear tapping nope it's not picking it up i'm not hearing any tapping okay because, should i well because my son i'm just wondering because i want I, my son is playing games on the other side i hear him so i don't know if it's picking up here apparently the yeti it blocks sound yeah i think it grabs the sound that's closest well hey if anyone's uh thinking about what how which microphone to buy if you're thinking <laughs> of podcasting we are testing it out right now so no uh tone i do not hear your you son not? uh okay because i can put maybe a buffer or ask him to stop but so far nobody's complained uh no that's okay Oh, okay. buffer. Oh, you, man. You just take a pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. No one can see what Tony's doing, but she's kind of making like a noise <laughs> uh, reduction tent. That's cool. All right. Oh, we're good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. Landon's born. He's a healthy we're boy. people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a dad. Last time we spoke, I was not a dad. Yes, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. I've been really blessed. I've been super blessed. Landon has been, uh, he sleeps 
like eight nine hours like uh, wow. it's really 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 compared to my brother's kid my nephew i'm not i'm not talking crap about jackson at all but uh yeah i saw my brother you know i talked to him often right and he, yeah they mm -hmm. had a hard time with jackson obviously he's a perfect kid right but you know parents we all need to mm -hmm. sleep so uh so far so good man not well, you're, you're you're among the lucky ones because yeah. most kids need to wake up every two and a half three hours for feeding but but here's the thing right like uh we're giving the bottle uh morgan tried uh to uh, breastfeed when he was born and really wasn't having it and we tried so many times with the nurse and all that so we're like Mm -hmm. We gave that up, but um, I don't know if that's a factor, but yeah, uh, yeah we definitely a want a second one. Because formula is uh, harder to digest, so yeah. that's why he's longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually that's says, good. I was reading the ingredients, and it says that uh, there's whey protein concentrate, which is actually, that's a, this is kind of like a little little fitness tip for everyone <laughs> listening before we get into the psycho psychology of the subject I want to talk about, but mm -hmm. whey concentrate uh, is a slow digesting protein, right? Which is known for, go. if you want to consume uh, any type of protein powder before bed, that is what you usually uh, go to. There's the concentrate because of the slow digest, slow digesting enzymes that is in it. It's interesting. I didn't know you can, you can take it before bed. I thought it was, I thought it was like after a workout. You always hear about it after workout. Well, think about it from a consumer perspective. Why do uh -huh. you think the supplement industry is a billion dollar industry, right? If you could connect mm -hmm. and this is all about connections, right? Relationships. Sure. If you connect, if you say post workout shake, you mm -hmm. buy protein powder right and then they kind of cor correlated slow digesting protein which is way concentrate to sleeping mm -hmm. right and a lot of bodybuilders used to do all that and that's how concentrate got so very popular so that is fun fact friday fitness tips with justin blackburn <laughs> i think i'm gonna copyright that that's pretty cool but like um fun fact friday so listen tony um yes i got you on here um mm -hmm. you're doing well all is well. You went to London. I'm going. Oh, you're going. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Just yeah, watch yeah. out for the luggage. It took me about an <laughs> hour and a half to get my luggage just from a flight to PEI. So no, no, no mates carry on. I, so, I never bring luggage. No. Really? So how, what? You just buy new clothes everywhere you go? No, most people when whatever they bring in their luggage, most people don't even use half of what they bring. I use what I bring. <laughs> wow you're so, the so so okay. so uh, uh carry on and a backsack and if i need to you know wash some clothes when i'm there that's fine i know and you, you know what you always buy material that is easily foldable uh thin and this way it doesn't take a lot of um space in your luggage ah. i don't know fun fact friday <laughs> traveling <laughs> tips with tony perfect Love shorts that. <laughs> Nothing heavy because a lot of times people, when they bring these big luggage, it's always the just in case clothes, just in case it rains, just in case we go to the theater, just in case we go to a fancy restaurant, Yo, just I... in case I wear this dress and I need to wear these shoes. And what about if, you know, it's, it's a different time. I'm going to wear that, those pairs of shoes. So they bring too much, but if you just bring what you need, what you you're know, really what hitting you're hitting a lot of wear, you're hitting a lot of people and they're like, oh my God, that's so me shit. That's so it. good. Wow. You see, you could be like a travel vlogger if you want. You mm -hmm. shook a lot of people. You shook me right, right, uh, yeah. right away. 
So I always, tell, I always tell my niece, because I also travel sometimes with my niece, my nephews, my kids. I always say, small luggage and carry on. That's it. And it makes it easy to travel. Like if you go from one city to another city, it's actually also very easy to travel. You don't have to wait on anybody. Just get up and go. You. <laughs> well, I wish I'm going to, I'm going to make a Morgan uh, listen to this. That's so true. So it's just, now it's all about. <laughs> Trying to now with the baby, you don't want two luggage. Yeah, no, no, one hundred thousand percent. Actually, we're and it was this, uh, I, we could go yeah. on with this, but uh, let's get right right to it, uh, yes. Tony. Um, so look, um, I brought you on mm -hmm. because uh, we had a lot of positive feedback uh, from uh, positive impact. We have a lot of well, you made a very good big impact with uh, the listeners, with my simple listeners. And um, a lot of people wanted to know, um, wanted you back on. Right? Excellent. And, Thank you. Thank you for um, having me. So we're, we're doing something good right now, Tony. Nice, and nice. Um, so I've been, uh, just for the listeners to know, before getting Tony on, I wanted to uh, gather up my thoughts and really think back to everything uh, that, I've noticed throughout the fitness industry, keep in mind, I'm not 50 years old. I'm turning 32. Uh, but um, I am part of the social media, you know, uh, birth and mm -hmm. seeing how social media is literally everything is online now. And it's mm -hmm. everything is being promoted online, especially through uh, for the fitness aspect. And I came across, um, I really want to talk about this. Just it's, it's kind of, I'm getting a little nervous talking about it because it's really, it's going to touch. It's going to piss a lot of people off, but I just want to have a conversation with a psychologist mm -hmm. who I assume you've had a lot of people in your office uh, uh, and dealt with, um, you know, body image insecurities. And so with that being said, the topic I want to talk about is this whole um body positivity, body acceptance movement. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm sure, I don't know if you're aware of that or if you've noticed. Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. um, now look, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a male obviously. And when I say body positivity, it's not like we, I I'm, this is all directed, generally directed towards females. Right. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. because unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Right. So mm -hmm. And as a male, this is why I'm kind of nervous talking about this, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be, I don't want to make it sound as if like, here is a man talking about body positivity. I want to come across as a fitness professional mm -hmm. talking about body positivity, because I feel like as beautiful as it is, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, it's just with mainstream media promoting two ends of the fitness spectrum. And I don't know mm -hmm. if you agree with me, one being super fit and jacked and the other one being like super ripped, you know, which by the way, guys can be definitely body image disorder. Correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong, uh, mm -hmm. Tony, this is from my perspective, mm -hmm. just um, for the longest time, I feel like this body positivity movement is uh, what all those people who gave up on fitness were desperately waiting for, Right. And they were waiting for something that can feel where they can feel like identified and heard. 
and where they could finally relate, right? Because everyone wants to get healthier. At least that's what, at least mm-hmm. that should be on everyone's priority. And it's just um, with this body positivity thing, I feel like they put the cherry on top uh, to their fitness frust- frustrations, right? And just to say like, um, you know, you could get a morbidly obese woman or an over overweight woman or man who've tried mm-hmm. to lose weight through, mm-hmm. you know, influencers and through, you know, aesthetic driven programs and they tried and they tried and they tried and this whole body positivity uh, movement came out and they said, fuck this. I'm beautiful the way I am, which you are. You, you are. Um, I'm good where I'm at. And so from a fitness professional, I know this might be, t- I'm seeing your, your, your reaction. Um, I don't know if it's good or not, but just from a fitness professional, because I've dealt with many clients um, who just said like, oh, I'm good where I'm at. And I say, and I obviously I don't say you're, I'm not trying to say women mm-hmm. all like, I'm not trying to say to everyone, all you overweight people like mm-hmm. get up and do something. No, I'm not saying that at all. It's just this mentality of, of just being like, I'm good where I'm at mm-hmm. long-term that could lead to a, a, you know, a less quality of life. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a, this is a fact obesity, you know, mm-hmm. type two mm-hmm. diabetes. You just, you know, it, it life mm-hmm. kind of sucks when you're, you know, obese or, you know, and it leads mm-hmm. to being leads to that. You know what I mean? And so this is why I feel like, um, I'm just, I'm with it spiritually and like emotionally, but from a fitness standpoint, I just like, I'm having a hard time to juggle with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I mean. I do. And I, I, I liked, I, <laughs> interestingly enough, I was listening to a video, uh, this morning and I, um, I, I am, uh, sorry, something caught my attention. Uh, you can edit that part out. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was listening to some of this morning and I think a huge thing is people don't realize in the fitness industry, because I've seen some people in the fitness industry have exactly the same opinion you do. And, um, and I think it's something that's not understood. I never saw, it depends very much what, body positivity means to you for me it doesn't mean fitness for me it doesn't mean well i'm going to let everything go uh, in the fitness and just accept myself as i am i never saw it that way personally myself what i see it as because you said something really important you said well if the person is not fit they may have problems they may feel unhappy down the road well a lot of these overweight people feel unhappy now not just down the road now. And they've been miserable for a long time. Why? Because their body has been rejected because they're constantly compared to people that are perfectly fit that you see on magazines. And by the way, those you see on magazines, perfectly fit, that's their job most of the time. Exactly. So what about the person? What about the person who, you know, has uh, three kids to feed and this is not yeah. her job. She's a secretary and, you know, she's busy 
running around for everybody, doing everything for everybody. And she comes home and she has more to do. The last thing on her mind is going to the gym. And if she's lucky, if she goes a few times a week, that if she's lucky to go. Somebody who's on these fitness magazines, that's their job. I can guarantee they go two to three, four hours a day. Yeah. Into fitness. Okay. So I say this all the time. I'm so happy you're saying this. Sorry. Continue, Tony. I'm sorry. But this is why I don't understand why people compare somebody body positivity to going to the gym. For me, what body body positivity is, is that we see other kinds of beauty, physicality in beauty, beauty. That's what it is Mm. that you see different people as beautiful looking different ways. And sometimes beautiful is that really fit person. And sometimes beautiful is that really curvy person. Sometimes beautiful is that really, you know, overweight, but really sexy mama kind of person, right? There's different kinds of body, but it, it just seems for women. And if you look at women, they're constantly targeted, not men. Yep. Constantly women are targeted. So that's, first of all, super unbalanced, super unfair. So you I just want to say one women, thing. I just want to say, sorry, one thing, Tony, I was actually on a, uh, I read a, I was on a science daily and they come up mm-hmm. with all these stats and it actually said in two, 2022. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. 79% of the fitness industry in North America mm-hmm. are female based. So that's really funny. That's, it's incredible how you just said it. And I, I, I completely agree mm-hmm. with you. Sorry. I just wanted to state that. So just yeah. to better support well, your, your you statement. go to the gym and you will see more yep. women in general, right? Absolutely. Because women are constantly told it's not enough mm. that you constantly have to lose that extra belly fat. I constantly see people who are uh, size nine, who are size seven, who are size 12, berate themselves. I'm not talking about size 18, 24. I'm talking about even those who are even below the norm and they're being told it's not enough. Not enough. I'll give you an example. 18 years of career I have, right? I have seen over 3,000 people and I've never heard a guy tell me that his daddy thought he was overweight. But I've had many girls tell me that when they were 12 years old, 10 years old, they were told they were eating too much. Okay? So what from guys- From the father or from the mother? I'm sorry, from the father or- A lot of, well, both from parents. genders, yeah. okay, both, yeah. but often it does come from the dads. And if it comes from the mom, Mm. mom will pass it down what usually she's told. She's told it's not. She knows she's criticized for not being completely slim. So she's passing down the message to her kid that if you're not slim, you too will be criticized. But often, even last week, I had a client that she told me it was her dad that kept on calling her fat and kept on calling her overweight and chubby and that she's chubby. Don't eat that donut. You're going to eat that donut again. It's going to go to your waist. And this girl at the time was about 10, 12 years old when she's told us. So what men don't understand is that the message to women is given very young. They're constantly being told it's not enough. So for me, body positivity is about killing that message that we have to be the super thin person, practically anorexic, that is extreme that you see on these, um, you know, on these covers, even the models, of course, they're beautiful. But that's not the standard. That should not be the standard beauty. If that's not the standard woman, in my opinion, that is an extreme beauty, as opposed to what's a standard beauty. That's not a standard beauty. Whole different end of the spectrum. Yeah, I it's not a agree. whole different. And women are often seen as trophies 
to men. So when they're beautiful, they're trophies. Trophy and wife. Lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only that, but you will go see, for example, you'll talk to women who are overweight. And by the way, you will see this in comment sections online on many of these posts where the uh, let's say the post is on uh, being overweight. And, you know, I was the friend of a guy that I had a crush on. And look at the comment section where the person is going to say, always the friend, but never the girlfriend. He was hiding me from his friends. I was the, you know, the friend that he never introduced me to his friends. So there's a stigma out there that if you look any way a little bit chubby, no matter how nice you are, how kind you are, how beautiful you are, you are not to be seen with the guy. And that's what body positive is. It's about accepting women as they are the same way that men are way more accepted as they are. Men don't have body positivity because movement, because they don't have body negativity. You know what we have? Sorry, we actually have uh, dad bods. That is the the for the. But men, dad bod is not a negative thing. The ex- I was just gonna say, and that's the thing. Yeah, like we portray it as like kind of like a joke, and uh, it's I a actually joke a, or or it's flattery. Some women are saying, you know, I like guys with dad bods. You know what's funny? I read a study. I'm really big on studies. I so the way I construct my my podcast when I do like uh when I talk by myself, I always support like I try to come off as like a contrarian and I back it up with certain studies that are somewhat interesting. And I came up on a study. Uh, it was a dating. Uh, it was from a dating uh, site. And this site is a, it's a company that has over, I think it was like a hundred million subscribers and various different platforms, dating platforms. And I forget the name. And it was in 2020. Uh, they did a, they sent all the subscribers like who are dating online uh, what they think of dad bots and mm-hmm. the majority of them, and it was like multiple choice. And the majority of them all said that they prefer dad bots over a, a male who's, you know, ripped, or like I just said, part of those two mm-hmm. spectrums, because women, the women feel confident around them, around dad bots. Well, I think what happens also with women as we age, we accept the fact that men age. We accept yeah. the changes in their body. Wow. As in men, when they age, it's like they don't accept the changes in the female body. And that's a learned Oh, behavior. man. Sorry. I'm like, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I'm a man. And, you know, I, I was growing well. I'm 32. I'm turning 32. I still think that I'm young, right? Um, but man, I remember when I was like in my 20s and I was de- like, I was seeing like older women. I was going out to other mm-hmm. to bars where there was like older women, you know, in the 40s and all that stuff. And I was attracted to, to women, but I'll never forget like some of the factors. And this is transparent as, as it gets right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I was kind of, turn and this one i was like in my 20s and i said as a 30 like i don't see myself dating a 30 year old woman in my 20s because mm-hmm. by the time i'm 30 they're 40 yeah and so being attracted aging, to somebody is not the same thing as being interested in somebody mm. okay so by the way guys i'm not an asshole like change. i changed <laughs> I, I you know like everyone changes you know i'm a dad well, now okay. i'm married so mm-hmm. anyways like no judgment and, this is no judgment zone 
But a lot of young young guys, if they're attracted to, you know, what they called MILF, I forgot what it stands for. Moms in Mom, no no what talk yeah, okay, Mom, I like <laughs> sorry, we could swear there on this. Yeah. Okay. So moms but in, okay. <laughs> but that's like the catch, the chase and the cash. That's not the interest. That's not getting to know the person. That's not dating the person. That's not introducing that person to your friends and to your parents. That's not it at all. So coming back to body positivity, it's about accepting diff the beauty in different sizes. It has nothing to do with health or, uh, or mm. going to the gym. It has to do with accepting people as they are and finding the beauty in how they look right now. Because I got to tell you, it's really tough on women because women are constantly compared. You always hear men give scores. She's an eight. She's a six. Oh, my God. Holy I'll never shit. go under an eight, right? Yep. You don't hear women talk like that. So it seems a lot more gamey. That's what I meant by trophy for men than it is for women. Women are more interested in, okay, let's say I thought I find you're cute. You're not gorgeous, a little bit, uh, you know, on the chubby side, but hey, you're fun. You're interesting. Oh, you know, you have a job, you're stable, you're kind to me. Women will look at the package, right? But men, very it's often- It's a checklist. Heard, well, it's not that it's a checklist, is that if you don't check on one particular list, which is the looks department, yeah. everything else doesn't seem to matter as much. All of a sudden, and I read even today, this morning, it was like a like a Dear Abby, but it was not a Dear Abby. And this uh, guy, he said, you know, I met this person. She's amazing. She's kind. She's so wonderful. I'm just not attracted to her. And I didn't like the advice <laughs> that this person gave. But this person says, well, if you're not attracted, you'll probably cheat on her. So better let her go. You know, instead of teaching men that there's other things to value. And when I'm talking about trophy, a lot of times, you know, men will have the car to show off. They'll have the yeah. job to show off. They'll have, you know, uh, um, their blings to show off. And now they want to show off the woman. So if she's, I've seen guys stay with girls that drove them crazy, but because she looked like a trophy. And pretty much the only reason she makes me look good, they stayed with her. Wow. I don't hear women say that. Women may stay more often for the money. money yeah. Right? They may stay often for the money. I'm really happy you said that. Different social, no, that is. But it's also a different social thing as well. Mm. Women in general make less money than men. And so to achieve something, um, it's more difficult. So they'll marry somebody who can offer that lifestyle that they in their own um, path can offer it to themselves. I was actually on Google uh, while you were, um, before we were on this, I, I listened to everything uh, you said mm -hmm. um, and I Googled body positivity and it says right here, body positivity expands the concept of beauty, but keeps the focus on appearance. Now from, uh, yeah, that's what they said. And then they said body acceptance, uh, body acceptance is treating our bodies with respect and care, including all of our deepest insecurities and knowing that some days will be harder than others. Yes. What do you think of that? So you, that's perfect because that has nothing to do with Good the job, gym. Google. You did it again. Good job. <laughs> Tony said it first. <laughs> Tony said, Tony approves. Good job, Google. Good stuff. Okay. 
but this is what I find people that I've seen in fitness who criticize body positivity in any kind of way, they measure it to health. And it's not about health. It's about allowing men to see women in, in, in different body figures and valuing what they have. And that it's not one type that every woman should measure up to. There's different types and there's something to be gained of those different types. You know, that you see sometimes these overweight women, they're gorgeous, you know, but they're not slim enough. So they'll be criticized or there's some women with beautiful hips or, you know, that they, they just the way they carry themselves with such confidence or charm, or do you see what I'm saying? They're gorgeous, but they get so criticized. And for me, that's body negativity. So body positivity is stopping the body negativity that women have constantly to endure. Okay. So because hold on a second, I just want to make this point. You go, Tony, you go off. You you get it. (laughs) Okay. Because we're not hashtagging body negativity. But that's why it came body body positivity was born out of body negativity that you know, that it was just so common to criticize women for their weight, but no one's thinking about how that is demeaning to the person, how it hurts their feelings, how it makes them feel ashamed. What's the meeting? Sorry, sorry. I just want to know. What's the, the meaning? That, the okay. criticisms that women will Got get. Got you. Okay, so okay? I'm following now. So do you see any movements out there to stop the criticisms? To, you know, to stop men from criticizing? I'll tell you a story. And <clears throat> this is story time with Tony. <laughs> um, I, I I'm loving this, by the way. I'm loving this, Excellent. really. Like from a female perspective, like and I hope I'm, I hope your audience uh, also do because it is hurtful. I don't have people come to my office because they're overweight. By the way, they're gonna come to see me because they hate themselves for being mm. overweight. They hate the way they've been treated. They'll tell me how they were bullied. They'll tell me how their father or mother criticized them for eating. They'll tell me how the guy didn't want to introduce them to their friends. They're going to tell me how they never want to date guys because they always feel they're going to be rejected. Or the minute the guy doesn't return the phone call, they feel rejected. That's what I'm talking about. We're not talking about the pain that women go through because they're over. You think you think anybody who's overweight wants to be overweight? Absolutely not. No, I completely agree. No. So it's easy to say, just go to the gym, just stop eating. If it Mm -hmm. was that easy, you know, it, it would solve the problem. But that means people don't get it. Some people, no matter how much they go to the gym and you must have seen it. People, they go to the gym, they eat well, but they're still overweight. So this is the thing. This is why I wanted you. This is the whole reason why I want you on my podcast, because um, after this, I really want to get to the the story that you want, that you were going to get to. It's just, yeah, a hundred, like I've trained many women and men who are overweight and they say it all the time. And they say like, you think I want to fucking be fat? Excuse me. Like, I'm going to, you think I, like no one's born like overweight you know what i mean it's just like and i know and a you lot can agree of people who criticize they just criticize because they hear everybody else criticize yeah. they criticize because they see oh that girl does not look like the girl on the magazine cover so mm. she's ugly oh yes. my god and all of a sudden 
people it's like it's like a license to hurt them it's like a license to attack them and so that body negativity and so you were just saying that woman like people compare to, like the two opposite ends of the spectrum either jacked like for men it's either jacked or ripped and for women it's bikini model or like uh like you know right now a uh, crossfit's mm-hmm. happening right now and the, the women in, in crossfit uh they're like they're beautiful and they're they're in shape right and, and they, sometimes women in crossfit get criticized for being too bulky it, so to my point so that, that would be why why not just appreciate the body as it yes. is yes so the point what i'm trying to say is um you just said yourself like uh we we live in a very everything's on our phone right if we want information if you want information about how to lose weight and how to lose fat you could get thousands of different types of information and sources within on in your on your phone within yeah, very seconds easy. very mm-hmm. easy the issue at hand which is why i created this podcast is we don't we live in an informative world like anything that we want, any type of information that we want, we could look it up. So we could, we learn, but it's all about, we have, I feel like we have an application problem. And when it comes to fitness, you could go to the gym and do what they say. But if it, it but it's the behavior aspect that I feel, especially in fitness that uh, needs to be addressed more and through conversations like this, right? Cause Tony, like, I'm not a woman. I'm not obviously even though I have a voice of an angel through this microphone and all that stuff is just the thing is I've trained many women who said exactly what you're saying and they're frustrated and they feel judged. They feel like they're compared to these two opposite extreme ends of the spectrum. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, you're hitting a lot of, uh, you're hitting me in the feels and I'm a male. Right. And I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up with social media and yeah. Like guys, uh, like, I'm not trying to say like, I'm the, I was a perfect, I'm the, you know, the perfect dude or a quote unquote bro. Like, yeah, I, you know, me and my brothers and you know, my friends growing up were like, Oh, she's a 10. Uh, no, she, She's really cool, but you know, she's a five when it comes to appearance and look, let's be real. Yeah, women. She's really cool, but she's five. So exactly package. I'm not going to go out with her. It doesn't matter how nice she is or how kind she is or how generous she is. That's the issue. That's for me. It's turning people's bodies into negative and it's really, really a negative mindset that has been kind of, um, and, and by the way, for somebody listening here thinking it's genetic. No, it's not. It's conditioned. Nope. I remember, I'll tell you two stories. I still have the one from before, but I'm going to tell you time story. with Tony. <laughs> hey guys, real quick. If you've been listening to this episode up to now, I really want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot. Uh, most importantly, the reason why I'm taking this short break is just to remind you that if you guys would like further assistance or guidance from Tony herself, you can reach her either at her office called True Self Psychology, located in Montreal, or visit her website at www.trueself-psychology.com. True Self is one word, dash psychology. Psychology is spelled 
P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y.com where she offers many online sessions if you don't live in the area. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> so I remember when I was eight years old, I was eight years old. I'm in my 50s today. I was eight years old and my brother was two, two years older than me. So he's um, he's 10 years old. And we eight went plus two is 10. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there. Good. Just in case people yeah. fail it. Out. Yeah. So we were at the store and in those days it was magazines. So we went to, I was going to buy Archie in the magazine store and uh, he was going for some superhero book. And I remember looking around at all the magazines around me. And I remember at the age of eight years old thinking how my brother had all these girls to look at in magazines, all the faces of these girls to look at on the cover of magazines. And I had no men to look at. And I was eight years old oh, and I remember having shit. that thought. So we don't think that from a young age that that conditioning is happening very young age. It's not a genetic thing because genetically, you know, if, if that was a genetic thing, why are women so suppressed sexually constantly? Why are they told uh, how to dress? Why are they told not to go out? Why are they told how to behave? And, if, you know, if, if they have two, three men uh, in their pockets that they're sluts, but men can have, uh, you know, uh, 20 in there, the stud, right? So that means that it's not a question of genetic. It's a question of conditioning. It's how people, how we treat the differences in the genders. That mm. is the issue. And because of that, now we came to a point where today, a lot of it because of social media, women are feeling frustrated, hurt, pain, and fed up of not being able to be their body and just liked and appreciated for who they are the same way this, these women are doing for men. We are taught to just accept men as they are and to value, you know, the fact that he's working, that he's honest, that he he's a good provider, he's a good dad. So we look at skills and character. When you look at bodies, by the way, a lot of it is genetic. A lot of it is also age related. A lot of it is also biological. A lot of it is whether you had a child or not. And some of it is also, uh, I know some, some girls, they have gorgeous bodies, not the prettiest face. Well, now because the, she doesn't have the prettiest face, that's an issue. So it, it, the wonderful thing about character is that you get to choose your character every day. You get to choose whether you're a liar or if you're an honest person. You get to choose if you're helpful, if you're not helpful. So it comes from you. But a mm. lot of times your size, your body, uh, the, the height of your body um, or how your skin is, if you're a black person versus a white person versus other kinds of nationalities, you don't get to choose that. You're born into it. So why are we making it ugly certain aspects uh, instead of just valuing every aspect? If somebody is gorgeous, great for her, but doesn't mean that, you know, uh, she'll get older, by the way, one day. And that's the other thing, too. I see women as they get older, beautiful women as they get older, really feel um, the, the disgust even with their bodies because, you know, wrinkle industry is a billion dollar industry 
Yeah. More than that, Rihanna alone has a billion dollar in, in her company. Yeah. Just to look younger. So men have some of that, nothing compared to one. So constantly all your life, you're being criticized for your body, for your looks, for your weight, for how you're aging, for your wrinkles. It's yeah. never ending. So it's for not me, good enough. Body positivity means let's value who we are when we are and stop giving in to this idea that has been created by the industry that the way we look is wrong. Wow. Wow, man. And I do want to tell you this other story because it, it, it story is story time continue. with Tony. Continue. <laughs> so this was a, 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 um, a former client of mine many years ago. He was a youngster in his early twenties. It's a man. And sorry. It, it's a, he's a guy. It's a guy. Sorry. A guy. Okay. So I didn't. Okay. So he originally came to see me for issues of anxiety and depression. And we really connected and we had a very nice bond and I really took him under kind of my wing, even because he was um, a student from elsewhere. He came here and um, really wonderful person. And then he didn't see him for a while because, you know, issue was resolved. So I didn't see him for a while, but a year later he came back because he had met this girl that he really liked really fell for her, connected deeply, was super into her, falling in love with her. Then he introduced her, her to his friends. Uh, they went to a club and introduced her to his friends. She went to the bathroom and he turned to his friend and said, so what do you think? And his friend answered, ah, you can do better than that. She's like a six. His heart dropped and he broke up with her. He broke up with her. And the reason why he was in my office is because a few weeks after breaking up with her, he was brokenhearted. He broke up with her and he wanted to get back with her and she didn't want him back. Okay. Now here's the other part of the story is that um, he was leaving for the holidays back home. So he left for the holidays and come early January, because it was over the winter holidays, Come in January, I get a message from his mother that he was in an accident and he died. And you know what I was thinking of? Damn. I was thinking how this guy never fully got to experience love because his he listened to his friends who gave somebody he really fell for a six. Yo, Tony, man, these stories are deep. <laughs> Yo, I didn't expect this. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. And, and uh, I want, I want you guys to hear this story because this was a very, very special person, a very, really good person, beautiful person, good looking guy on top of that. And to anybody listening to this, you know, don't let other people decide the, the worth of your partner. If you're mm. happy with this person, this person makes you feel good. If this person really uh, connects with you, is really wonderful with you, you know, no, maybe she's not a 10 and eight and nine, right? But she's a 10 everywhere else, right? What we're going to discredit everything that, by the way, love is about because physically the person is not the best looking. And that's what body positivity means. It means that that friend, for me, not a good friend, that friend should have valued his friendship 
and said, you know what? If you're into her, I'm happy for you, buddy. Yep. If you like her, you know, she seems like an amazing person, you know, and she's really cute too. A six is cute, more than cute. Do you see what I'm saying? So instead of pointing out what was in her, what was good about her, he pointed what she was not. So I have a story, story time with Justin. Um, <laughs> that hit me, that hit me hard. Uh, so I, this is back, uh, back in the days, uh, I was dating this girl and it was a very unhealthy relationship looking back at it now. And I was in the, uh, I was training for the Olympics. My first one, uh, 20, uh, 2012 in London for London. And, um, I was a promising young athlete. You know, I was also turning 22 and, uh, I was dating this woman and she came from a very rich, uh, lifestyle, very rich, successful, uh, family. And she liked me, but she was going through a rough breakup. And uh, I remember her ex-boyfriend is a six foot five chiseled man, chiseled, oh yeah, chiseled kid. And he was incredibly uh, like jacked, like really muscle built, like looked like a gorilla. And I was like, man, so like I said before, I was on the other end of the spectrum where I was, I wasn't tiny, but I was a long jumper, right? Like I was jumping mm-hmm. seven seven meters and more, you know, uh, I had, you know, I had tree trunks, but I was shredded. Right. And I'll mm-hmm. never forget. Um, she kept going back to him and then coming back to me and vice versa. It was just, it was just really bad. And, uh, her father, two things, her father came up to me. Uh, he was, uh, I was at a party and he took me in his office and he said, you know, uh, my daughter doesn't date people like you athletes. And that really fucked me up because I, I, I dropped out of school to pursue my dream, right? School wasn't my mm-hmm. thing. So that was one, but I love fitness, right? I have a freaking mm-hmm. fitness podcast, but at fitness at one point, fitness has always been my, my exit route, like track. My sport has always been like, you know, like I could just be my true self and, you know, I could, it was my, my, my way to express all my built up angry emotions into my sport in the gym. Ever since I found, I saw her ex-boyfriend and with the, 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 her father's very nice, uh, you know, a little FYI. Um, I went to the gym and, you know, as athletes, we have our program, we have to follow. And I followed the program, but I upped everything with the weight because I just wanted to get jacked i wanted to be exactly like her ex-boyfriend so i could feel like i'm part of this i'm part of like like where she could she could find me attractive so i'm good enough you know Mm -hmm. um so that hit me in the feels right there i don't know like uh like uh there's no Mm -hmm. like uh i feel there's a connection i don't know how to like end (laughs) this connection but um, uh you felt misjudged and By the way, do you, feel, do, you, do you hear my son crying? Do you hear that? No. Or monkeys in the background? My wife is acting like no. a monkey for no. Okay, thank God. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> a three-month-old <laughs> son. My son playing games. In the other no, room. Okay, cool. Sorry. Continue, please. 
But yeah, you just said I feel I I felt like I was misjudged, and I was so desperate. Well, it's to also look like it, you also feel unvalued when people value you for your physicality, and and that measures your worth. That means basically you're telling people that everything else about you isn't important enough. And the ir- irony is that yes, of course you need to be attracted to the person you're with. I agree with being attracted to the person you're with. But what is attraction? A lot of people measure attraction, uh, you know, with regards to this body negativity. A lot of people measure attraction to, you know, the best that's out there, 10. Instead of measuring attraction to the fact that you like this person's eyes, that you fact you like their smile, that when they laugh, their face lights up. You know, there's always something about a person that you can find attractive. Doesn't have to be a full body 10. It has to be something that is alluring to you in this other person. And sometimes, you know what? Uh, it's not the physicality. Sometimes it is the person, the laughing, the jokes. You know, the thing that attracts women the most in men, do you know what it is? The thing that attracts the most in women? That w- women are attracted to men the most, like in men the most. This is all ages? Or is it okay? Sorry, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm just, I'm just oh, gonna sorry. answer the question. Um, sure. Personality. I don't know. No, he makes me laugh. I've been Women, told that my research, whole life. Research, research supports uh, that what really, uh, what men, women look a lot in um, in another man in there is the fact that he can make me laugh. And by the way, one of the criteria of long-term relationships is the fact that we laugh in the relationship. One thing that- It's not looks because looks fade. When you see these people, like people are looking in like 60 years together, are they 50 years together, 40 years, 70 years together? Well, how'd they get there? It's not based on looks that they got there. Hmm. You know, you can be attracted to somebody physically at the beginning, but there has to be other things that keep you there to make it worth long. But if you don't value a person in everything that the person has to offer and you just are interested in their physicality, then that's that's a that's either a difficult relationship or it's uh, a relationship short term. Are you going to be coming to my office for sure? That's crazy. Uh, just before we continue, Tony, it's uh, I know we had an hour. Um, are you still okay yeah, with time? Have to wrap up. Yeah. You have to are wrap we up? wrapping up soon? No. Are we wrapping up soon? How long do you have left? Like, how long can you, uh, if you need to? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Soon to wrap up. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fantastic. Okay. So, um, man. Uh, Morgan says all the time that I make her laugh. So that's, uh, that's funny. That you just made me smile. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing something good with my relationship. Uh, um, so we're going to wrap this up right now uh, because this was this. I'll be very honest with you as a male, as a male trainer. Um, I train a lot of women. I have such a different input outlook um, and now I have a different, I'm in the process of changing up my approach, uh, when I deal with this, cause I deal with it all the time and I don't say, well, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. Like I listen to them and I make them feel heard. Absolutely. Uh, because this is a delicate 
dance, right? Because um, at the end of the day, we're all talking about how we feel and, you know, the conditioning and you said it yourself, like, I can't regurgitate everything that you said. Um, but there's also that aspect where, you know, I don't know if you could uh, uh, have your input in this is just, you do have to take care of your health, right? All that being mm-hmm. said, right? This doesn't mean that like, you know, there's, there's a, the, the plus one size, the plus size models. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not shaming. I, I encourage constantly uh, people to take care of their health. I always talk about the mind body connection. Exactly. So def- and this is why also, I also fit in your podcast and the idea of your podcast, because I'm a strong, I even tell people, listen, you can be, uh, uh, you know, mentally, almost uh <laughs> taking your care of yourself regularly but if you're in pain physically you know yes. if you have an injury you know it's very hard to control the mind this is why you need to work on the mind even more but the idea is i really am an advocate for physicality and most of my life i've also been very athletic mm-hmm. but i see people they just you know they go on walks they do yep. the best they can and for me it's, uh, we need to separate body the meaning of body positivity with this idea of being fit yes it's not that's not what it is um there was this ad of this girl wearing overweight wearing kelvin klein and there was this um trainer who made you know remarks on her saying that this is not fit this is not body positivity okay but you look at the ad there was nothing in the ad that talked about fitness she was just a Calvin Klein model and model doesn't mean, um, you know, to model someone model is a sample. That's what actually the definition of model means a sample. So basically she's basically she's advertising for women, her weight size yeah. to wear Calvin Klein's that, you know, basically saying, even if you're at this weight, you can be comfortable wearing Calvin Klein's. Do you see what I'm saying? That's Absolutely. Was, but people see it as a fitness thing rather than a, you know, let's accept women at yep. that weight wearing Calvin Klein because there was nothing on the ad about gyms, nothing on yep. the ad about fitness. It's people who connect those two together. And that's what I'm saying. It's body negativity because they use it as a, as a shot to hurt this person. But here's another way to look at models to be at that weight and to put yourself out there knowing the backlash criticism you're going to get. I don't know, even Jordan Peterson also, he had this issue on Twitter because they, they were, they put a, um, a little overweight girl um, on the front cover of the swimsuit uh, sports illustrated swimsuit, you know, and he went off saying that this was not, this is a psychologist. You know, how do you say that? I remember that. You this know? is recent. I remember that. I remember hearing yes. about that. Yeah. No, it's not your type. I understand it's not your type, but we see how the backlash of the negativity that they get. That's my whole point. We don't talk enough about the negativity they get because they're not the fittest person out there. You Sorry. know, like I've given you some examples today. I can give you plenty more, but that's the gist of it. There's too much criticism on women for how they look. And that's for me, negative. You're making people feel awful. And then guess what is the remedy for that? 
a billion dollar industry on using makeup, on using silicones, on using Botox, on gym membership. You even said that it was in the seventh percentile that women show up in the gym. Why? Because they keep being told that, you know, you're too fat, no matter how slim you are, by the way. So, oh, okay, look, I know you're, you, you got stuff. To and there's do. gyms. I'm going to add this one more thing. Yeah, you go. And you know this. There are gyms specifically designed for women. Why? Because they feel judged in normal yep. gyms. That's, that's the reason be, they're separated. That's going to be another they topic. They're embarrassed. 100%. Tony, look, I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to get off right now because I know you're a very busy woman. Uh, listen, uh, two things, two send offs or three, very quick. What, after everything you just said, after everything we just uh, discussed, what would you leave? If you had one thing to say to what well, one, if you could try one thing to say to the women listening to this, what would it be? Value who you are. And it doesn't matter. You know, if everybody loves you, but you don't, it doesn't matter that everybody loves you. And mm. conversely, if people criticize you, but you don't criticize yourself, then you're going to feel confident. So don't buy into this stigma yeah. that you need to be a certain type to be valued. And if you tell me, because I hear this, yeah, but if I'm not, uh, uh, you know, a size two, a size four, they don't even look at you, then you don't want their look. <laughs> and that's not the guy. Yep. You want to look because if that's if that's his criteria, then you're always going to suffer with him. Mm. All right. Next one. Mm -hmm. What would you tell? You just said it. Uh, that fitness trainer who said she's not fit um, as a male trainer. Uh, you know, you need to see what body positivity really is. It has nothing to do with fitness. It has to yeah. see with seeing the beauty in people, whether it's men or women, by the way, see the beauty in people regardless of their look, see what's beautiful about them, see the courage in them, see, you know, uh, I remember that the, you know, the black lady wearing Calvin Klein, I thought she had a beautiful face. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. why not be on the cover, you know, and she had beautiful skin, by the way, mm. you see what I'm saying? So yeah. why not just see people and value what, what's beautiful about them? And by the way, when you do that, this is what also this is going to be super another topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but when you criticize another person, you're the one in the energy of criticism. Now you're passing it on. The only reason the other person feels bad is that they believe what you say. But if you are seeing the beauty in other people, then you're raising your vibration. You're enhancing your own inner feel good wellness. And that actually helps you in your own life. You Last know. question. And this is, you're yes. the first person I'm going to be doing this to all my invites. You're the first person I'm doing this to, uh, what my podcast is, uh, called keep it simple. I'm all about mm -hmm. living a simple yeah. life. Uh, what, if I were to ask you what, what would it be? What is living a simple life? Keeping it simple mean to you? It means being true to yourself because my when God. you're true to yourself, it cuts all the bullshit out. Damn, ladies and gentlemen, this was actually. I have a question for you. Oh shit! Okay, okay. That this conversation from the beginning and your idea of what body positivity is, that this conversation, you know, changed something in your understanding of it. 
do you see something different from the beginning? So, so I'm thinking way too much. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when I come on this podcast, I'm, I try to be like, I am myself, but Mm -hmm. I have to advocate my fit, my, my person, my fitness professional side as well. So Mm -hmm. after having, before having this conversation with you and you literally like dropping bombs, like, of like just powerful information and input, uh, it made me realize that this whole time I was looking at body positivity from a fitness standpoint and only Mm -hmm. from a fitness standpoint. And here I am being that guy shitting on fitness influencers, giving out shitty content and unrealistic, unsustainable, uh, goal, like tips to achieve Mm -hmm. your goals. And here I am, you made me realize that I was only looking at it from a fitness standpoint. And I'm coming from a background where I am an athlete. I am a pure and through true athlete. I, you know, like, is like, I I was a jock. I was only about looks. Keep in mind, like I'm going to say right now, like I do value appearance. Right. But with that being said, um, but besides all that, yeah, you really changed the way I, I view this. And uh, with that being said to the listeners listening, um, I'm not here to come off as an asshole. The thing about me that I feel that separates myself from the fitness industry is that I'm having a true genuine conversation with a psychologist because I am a trainer that I want to learn about this. And I am trying to promote a change of conversation. And because the conversation in fitness is all bullshit and I'm trying to change that. And Tony, uh, look, I'll let you go. Uh, yes. I hope that did I answer your question? Was that yes, okay? No, I, lo- I love the answer. And I was, I was actually, I, I was answer, actually yes. really nervous right there, you know, but um, yeah, <laughs> no, that's, the, answer. that's the awakening answer. You're just saying, you know what? You're just awakened to something that women experience more. And like you said, you were seeing it only from the fitness point of view but it's not about body positivity. It's not about fitness. It's about seeing the value in different body shapes. So ladies and gentlemen, this was Tony Rebic. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to leave all her information in my, uh, in my notes and uh, Tony, um, thank you so much. And for then the freebie, you can let them know the freebie. I'll let yeah, exactly yes. the freebie. And mm-hmm. um, can I uh, last question, Tony on the spot, mm-hmm. can I have you back? sometime in the month of august yes perfect we're going to be doing this uh, a lot thank you so much tony um take care and guys don't forget to keep it simple hey guys thanks for listening again if you think this was helpful in any way please share my podcast on your social media platforms and please do not forget to tag me And to anyone you know who you feel need to hear this, please share it to them as well. Secondly, please give my podcast a five-star rating because the more five-star ratings I have, the more apparent it will be. And a comment would be cherry on top. Also, if you have any questions or concerns regarding any health or fitness-related topic, please send me a message because your questions and concerns 
is what inspires me to do this, okay? And last but not least, please don't forget to keep it simple. Thank you.